What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Okay, yes, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, in last week's episode of Mandalorian, and in this week's episode, um, you know, when the Mandalorian has shot some people with his bigger, I don't know exactly what the weapon is called. Yeah, the rifle. Yeah. The, the, the rifle. Um, those people have, like, disintegrated, right? Like, they disappeared. So, yeah. what I'm wondering is, you know, is it the gun, or are those people Jedi? Because <laughs> when we see Obi-Wan die, and we see Luke die, you know, they fade away. All right? Right. Yeah. Are are they becoming yeah. one with the force? Is this some sort of special gun that yeah. ca- that causes people <laughs> to become one with the force? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a disruptor rifle. Um or is it a disruptor rifle? What is it called? It's, well, I don't know. Um, it seriously disrupts the people around them because yeah. those people are gone. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're gone, man. They are one with the force. Oh, that is funny. That's funny. Yeah, I saw you ask that on Twitter, you know, and it's like, hold on a second, hold on a second. It's yeah. like the Jawas are wearing brown robes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, they're hooded. We we don't know what they look like. Mm-hmm. They speak in a language we don't understand. Yeah, uh, they wave their hands a lot, by the way. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if they're using mind tricks there or the or force. They're, yeah, they're making great negotiations on on parts and stuff. They're <laughs> right. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. what's uh, Owen say? Uncle Owen, you know, we, 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 he's like he, they almost sell him the the bad motivator, right? The mm-hmm. the R. Well, I mean, the, they almost sell the Mandalorian back his stuff that they stole. I mean, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah, talk talk about you know wheeling and dealing. I mean, come on now, or R five as it was, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, um, so yeah, that was I don't know, yeah, he had to go get the egg. That was hysterical, by the way. I still think that was that was amazing, um, but yeah, man, I don't think the the, the jaw was like, are they force sensitive? Are they, are they their own order? Like, what's going on there? Are they just becoming one with the force? 
Is I it think really so. the rifle, or is I, it actually something else? I think I think there's something else. But regardless, um, let me just say this most recent episode, The Sin, episode three, uh, is great. I'm talking. It is just a. It is a great episode. Yeah. Um, it is yeah, directed cool. by I think what's her name Deborah Chow. That's the woman who's going to be directing mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Obi Wan series. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was cool to to it, it's 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 well done. There's a lot of uh, like like the I, just, I have to say this because I, I was I was uh, I was watching it and I thought there's a lot of walking you know in in these mm-hmm. episodes. But I thought what are they doing there? And it's they're building the suspense. Yes, it's they a are. Subtle little way of. Of just sort of like okay, you're you're moving from one point to the next point, and what is this guy thinking? What's going to happen? You don't know when somebody's going to jump out and try to exactly. attack him. I exactly. mean, it's yeah. So I don't know. It, it it was great. I love this. I love this last episode, and it, it really does. So the first two people have kind of said, ah, we, is it slow? What's going on? Is it is it just taking its time picking up here? Um, there's a lot of stuff still shrouded in in mystery with this Mandalorian clan, and we learned a lot about the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Which was yes, we do. interesting. Yes, we do. So I don't even know where to start, other than I, th- I think uh, yeah, we we get the we did yeah the follow up on that. I'm just the Jawas are you know they're force sensitive and and it had nothing to do with the weapon and, and disintegrations. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, sort of. Yeah. Uh, okay. So 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 just to kind of quickly recap uh, the episode because we're assuming that you've obviously watched it. Uh, Mandalorian yeah. takes Baby Yoda. Uh, and gives him back, and then he kind of asks like what they're going to do with him, and uh, they're kind of like, uh, "Wow, it's kind of interesting that you would even ask." I thought that it's like against the guild to worry about about this kind of a thing, and so that kind of rubs him the wrong way. He goes and he sees um, Karga, who gives him a you know, or, uh, he's like any, any other bounty. He takes an enormous amount of Beskar back to his tribe, and he kind of he and his tribe kind of scuffle there a little bit. They kind of argue. Um, about yeah, it, yeah, and, we, yeah. and we learned that we learned that um, only one Mandalorian can go up at a time. Yeah, right? yeah, which is so, kind of, which is kind of weird because they're 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 that much in hiding. Yes, yes, it's it's they're revered, they're feared almost because of that. It's they're so hard to find to track. You don't see many of them. You wonder mm-hmm. what's going on. I kind of feel like they're just secretly building with the foundlings. They're trying to re right um, reestablish recoup their right. yeah their their strength and stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. It makes you think, like, was Boba Fett the the Mandalorian who was out and about, who was given permission to mm-hmm. exactly do his? That was his time, or what? right? You know, so like, do we do we know when the pur? I mean, the so the purge. You know, it's kind of interesting because they show a clip of of his parents dying. They throw him down in like a cellar, and then uh, it seems like they're killed by a, a droid, right? Like a big battle droid. Yes, yes. So I I, th- I believe that is just these I. Could be wrong. So the purge, I think, refers to like if you're talking about, well, here we go, great purge. So you have the Jedi purge, which is right. one thing. Um, let me see here. It says great purge, Mandalorian. The great purge was an event that took place on Mandalore in which the Galactic Empire came into conflict with the Mandalorians. The event resulted in the Empire gathering Beskar and forcing the tribe to operate in secrecy. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't really say. Okay, so they've got so this is updated. They've got some cool stuff in here on on Wikipedia now, just about this. So the purge. There's a quote here from Paz Vizsla. Um, These were cast in the Imperial smelter. So remember they talked in the show that mm-hmm. they were looking at the Beskar, saying that it was cast during this 
um, the, the time of, it, of uh, the, the purge. Um, these are the spoils of the great purge, the reason why we live hidden like sand rats. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says the great purge occurred sometime in the imperial era against the Mandalorians by the Galactic Empire. It was during this time that Mandalorian Beskar was gathered and cast into imperial smelters as spoils of the purge. Uh, the events resulted in Mandalore being crippled and led to the Mandalorian group known as the tribe to operate in secrecy after the fall of the empire. Um, and this all comes from, you know, the, the, the show. So, right, 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 right. Yeah. So, wow. Um that's interesting. That is that is really cool. So there's even a connection to aftermath here, which I didn't realize. Okay. The, the books, the book series. So that's cool. But yeah, it's it's like they're so they're in hiding. And what do they keep saying? What's the, what's the phrase? So you have the "I have spoken" phrase. That is, which that is, is awesome. That is the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, or this is yeah. the way. Yeah, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah, I have spoken. This is the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's great. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. We're getting these these phrases. Um. And it's neat because at the end of this episode, just to jump right to it, like like they the Mandalorians do come out of hiding. Yes, I mean, they do. He, he, like he, the big deal here he, is, yeah, he he goes yeah. back. He he takes he takes Baby Yoda, and then Doctor Pershing says, "No, I'm trying to keep him safe." And right. so that's yeah. interesting. So that's something we, we're going to talk about too here in a second. But then uh, he's basically chased by all of the other bounty hunters um, as they see their 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 kind of trackers going back off, and he has to. Um, you know, so then he has to fight them all off, and then all the Mandalorians come out of hiding and save him. So mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. like it's so. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of crazy, really, to think about. It. So then he and Baby Yoda take off. So we're gonna find out. He does have another uh, puck, another bounty. So we're gonna see what you know what happens with that. But um, I think the next episode we're probably just gonna learn quite a bit more about uh, maybe his his backstory, which I think would be cool. I think would mm-hmm. be good. Yeah, it, it was neat. It seemed like there was some, some, some gripe. I mean, they remember there was the line like, like, have you ever taken your, your helmet off mm-hmm. above above ground or uh, like like in like um, outside of the underworld or or ever been forced to? And he was just like, no. And it's almost like a, like I almost wonder if there's a count as to how many times you've been either had to take it off or been forced to, or you lost right. your helm or something. Right. I don't know. It was, seemed like that was something that they kept track of. Yes, it was. And, yeah, so that was interesting. And also, it's just like there's an honor system where, when you speak to other tribe members, you know you have you, you all you speak the truth, and, and there's no deception among them. Maybe uh, this is the way. Yes, so, absolutely. Uh, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it, again it, it, he's just getting his moment to shine here. Maybe and the other guys are are, are biding their time, or maybe he goes above. He he, he goes up, and he I, I don't quite get it yet. Like, is he he traveling? collecting bounties they're trying to bring in best car they're trying to bring in resources and so they don't send up too many at a time uh, like is it just this one tribe are they all that's, right here or are there other mandalorian tribes scattered throughout that's the what it, that's too? what it seems like i think there's probably there's probably more um yeah and so maybe it's just this this tribe i i, I don't know uh but yeah interesting and then before i go any further i do want to just kind of recap just for for me and just for uh listeners and everyone just some of the weapons and the and the ships and everything. So in this, we were talking about the the, the rifle, and I, I had it wrong. It's the, um, oh gosh, I don't know how you say this. Ambin, Ambin sniper rifle. It's okay. a type of it's a type of disruptor sniper rifle used by the bounty hunter known as the Mandalorian. And again, this was something that was seen in the holiday special. They they, they brought back, and it does um, some some really cool cool things. Uh, it it does it, obviously disintegrations. Um, it can. 
I gosh, it, it's got like the lightning rod on the end mm-hmm. too. Yeah, like a stun, right? like sort so, of sort of a stun stun rod there. Yeah, it, it can so it can vaporize targets. Um, so it has a sonic detector. Remember, remember in the beginning when he's he's using it to like yes. listen in on yes, the conversations. Yes. Yep, that was cool. Yeah, on distant conversations. Um, it's 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 pretty good. It's a melee weapon as well that you can use. It's got this forked front that can shock enemies into unconsciousness, and so that's known as an as an am ambin rifle a m b a n yeah i guess so that's pretty neat uh a couple other things he's got like when he's fighting out there he's got vibro blades he's got um something that came up in this was whistling birds those mm-hmm. those little the, yeah, things the little, that he had yeah they, yeah they remind me of those um you know the uh, what are they like saturn missiles right you know the little the fireworks mm-hmm. where you get the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Like the little mini ones that just, doo, 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 those things that's, yes. what, that's what it reminds yes. me of yeah Yes, yeah, yeah. So it, it seems like it was it's um that name is gonna be significant somehow and I don't right. quite know where that comes from, but if anybody knows, obviously send us a transmission. But uh yeah, so it was left over little tiny scraps, I mean, left over from Beskar. Beskar's just super, you know, hard and durable. It's just uh mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a great resource for Mandalore and Mandalorians. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, they're desperate to have it back. Yeah, and so I mean, it certainly seems like they're building. So I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the reason he is well. So I, I read a couple of things. A lot of people said that you know Mandalorians are very loyal. That's just the way that they kind of are. Just by nature, they are um, very loyal. Um, okay. But I'm wondering if he perhaps kind of realizes maybe what this baby Yoda is, right? When he like because he used the Force, right? And uh-huh. and like yeah, I mean you know it's. It's still something that's distant and people don't really, you know, know as much about. But I mean, people have heard about it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if maybe that is what he's thinking. He's like, you know, there's something special with this kid, right? Like, yeah. like, and so if we want to rebuild, I mean, gosh, I mean, if the Mandalorians really want to rebuild, you go find go find out how to use the Force. My God, a Mandalorians that are for- also Force users. Ooh right. man! <laughs> like now you're talking yeah. like the most elite of the elite. Right, right. That would be yeah. That would be wild. So I don't know. It was it was cool because the the loyalty that you saw, we saw like a little animosity between him and the and the bigger Mandalorian guy mm-hmm. uh, who was who was down there. And then later on, they show up and and they save they him. protect him. By the way, every time that I was like, I was wondering, okay, what's he gonna do? Uh, with Baby Yoda, is he gonna put him in the speeder and send the speeder away, or what's he gonna do? You know, he he like when he jumped in that speeder, uh, that's what I wanted him to do, but I couldn't believe he did it. You know what I'm saying? I kept saying to myself, mm-hmm. I wanted him to jump in there and fight these guys, but I also couldn't believe that he did it. And so mm-hmm. it was like double satisfaction for me. I don't know why it was. Just, yeah, I think my my favorite cool. my favorite part of the episode um, was at the very end when he's flying off and you see the Mandalorian with the jetpack flying and he says, I yeah. got to get one of those, which is cool because that's what yeah. I really like this whole him building his, his armor and building his, Dude, his, it's a his, video game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's so cool because he's upgrading his equipment. He's gathering new skills as he goes on these little quests. He's got these, these things. It, it's very much like a video. He goes back to the big boss you know, uh, for yep. for a new assignment. You mm-hmm. know, he's always checking into H- HQ and whatever. It, it's super set up like that. It just, I don't know. It it feels great. It just feels great. Like mm-hmm. we have what just a bunch of massive cutscenes from a video game that's super epic. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it feels great. So, yeah. I mean, again, I'll keep saying it. So far, so good. I mean, this this I think is the best episode so far. Um, yeah, I thought it was directed really well. It was really suspenseful. Uh, and so again, I'm, this is exciting because. 
the um, Deborah, I think it's Deborah Chow. I hope that's correct. Um, is the woman who's yeah. going to be directing the Obi One series? So boy, that means I that, think you're right. Yeah, that uh, certainly makes me feel good about that series. Not that I was worried or anything, but it's just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, you get to see that person's directing yeah. style. So, um, again, I think, I think it's great. I still. I still think that Disney would have been better off re- just dropping it all at once, like sure, okay. uh, like yeah. just the way Net- the way Netflix does it. Um, yeah. But it seems like they're doing that with a lot of other shows too. Like there's some other shows that they're releasing on the same on the same day. Um, yeah, and so at again, it, yeah, yeah. And, and so I want again. I wonder if it's just because of Star Wars. Uh, you know, they want to they want to continually build yeah. to to um, the rise rise of Skywalker. And but I and so I yeah. Yeah, again but it's it that's my only kind of gripe about it is I'm just like I I think it would have just been better off had you just released it all at once but yeah and then I and I hear you I mean like I because I also it's a, di- it's, it's a different it, it's, yeah but, exactly it's a different way of doing it than yeah than, than Netflix yeah. sure 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 and I think it's it's I also think you know like we we'll have to see how it pans out for them. Like maybe they're just trying to get people lulled in for a couple mm-hmm. months. Yeah. And cause they've got me, I mean, really, I don't think they realize, well, maybe they do. It's Disney plus is so good oh, that yeah, without, so good. without even the Mandalorian, I would probably be there. I would, you know, yeah, absolutely. It, it, I think it does bring in a whole slew of other fans. And then you're like, all that nostalgia comes back and hits you. It's just freaking genius. Mm-hmm. So Disney plus is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm you sold. Know, yeah. I'll one, never give it up. Exactly. Well, one of the things that um, you and I are, are actually going to record as soon as we're done with this episode is we're recording a Patreon episode. Uh, it's going to be a free Patreon episode called um, a nerf herders guide to a galaxy far, far away um, yeah. where we're going to do like, it's going to be kind of, uh, we, we do this for our, Game of Thrones podcast where it's called a show watcher's guide to the books. So, you know, people who yeah. had previously watched just watched the show and now we're coming to our book club. Um, this is going to be uh, a series for first time Star Wars people, because I cannot tell you the number of people I see on Twitter that are like that are saying, um, you know, I've never watched Star Wars. Is the Mandalorian an OK place for me to start? Sure. Because, yeah, yeah, there are and it's big and it's it's a big show and everyone's talking about it. And maybe, you know, because it's released every week, everyone's talking about it every week. So, um, yeah, I I, yeah, we'll see again. I I just I just prefer to binge. I just. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. And and I like right now it, it's also well and, uh, part of what they're doing, too. And maybe like the next season, they, they will. They just will. Do that. Yeah, you know, I they, think that, I think yeah. they will. Yeah. It maybe it's just this first one because I t- one thing it's doing is it is building the suspense because you have people like me who are thinking like is this freaking Baby Yoda gonna be in the Rise of Skywalker? I maybe. don't think it's going to be, maybe. but it's, it's possible. Just the idea that it has the potential to you know, be there, and then you you wonder if they've been if they were if there was some conversation along the way where they're like why aren't Mandalorians more involved in the in the main series? Is there something? Or, or is this the explanation that they're still in hiding and that's going to be something mm-hmm. that? like an uptick in this afterwards or or is there going to be a small little force come forward in the rise of skywalker to help the resistance you know like, right because clearly they hate the the Empire. well i think the, one of the reasons well, he goes back go and ahead, gets yeah. baby yoda i i think one of the reasons he goes back and gets baby yoda is because the empire is a part of the they're the ones who you know are behind the great purge and he's dealing with and he Imperials. hates them he hates them. yeah that's what he says he talks about how he he he, he hates the empire yeah, and they're yeah. and they're bad, and then and then um, you know, Karga says, "Well, you know, like whatever, the empire's over." Um, and he's like, "If you want to go bring it up, the Republic, you can." He's like, "That's a joke." 
you know so yeah. that's where we're at is the, that 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 new kind of republic that leia is and uh, mon mothma and everyone's working on is still in its infancy so there's not really um it's not really brought up to speed yet so the, it is it's kind of the wild west really right now i mean everybody everything's still up for grabs yeah yeah but, dude and then oh, wow what, what, what did you think of, like so i know we've talked about it before but i noticed even more like the the soundtrack in this and the the western feel like it's good i like dude, it yeah I, it's it's good it's it's good everything it's so every, good. everything about the show is is really good so far i mean i am yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm locked in pedro pedro pascal delivers like mm-hmm. a handful of lines every episode and he does it very very well um and yeah. it's i think i think it's good because i think he really is an under i think he's a really underrated actor and I'm glad that he's really getting like a big time to shine because I mean you you and I know him from uh, his brief little uh, one season on Game of Thrones, but um, you know well you also we watched him in Narcos. You watched you watched uh, a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes of Narcos. Yeah, he's great. Me. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's great there. And so um, I think yeah. he's been great in a lot of things. So I'm glad he's really getting this. Like now people are really like, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. He's he's solid. And he's he's a nice guy. Like, watching him in behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. interviews and stuff, and just his humility and the way he's he's a good guy. So mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. nice to see that too. I, I have a question for you. So something that was interesting. Two things I just have to mention real quick because uh, I just have to. Uh, the the scene where he's walking down, like the very end when he's surrounded. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a total classic. Oh, total West- classic Western. Yeah. I mean, he's Classic just surrounded. He's, he's outgunned. He's yeah. outgunned. What's he gonna do? You know, it's just it, that. I don't so know that he is outgunned, cool. man. I mean, that's the thing about I the man. That's the thing about the Mandalorians is. Yeah. Again, think. Go back to episode two and watch the fight between uh, Jango Fett and Obi Wan, and yes. you can go toe to toe with the Jedi as a Mandalorian because you just have. It's like Batman. You you have you have so many variables yeah. there's so many different things that you can do you've got i mean if you, you think about a mm-hmm. fully equipped mandalorian you've got a jetpack you've got a flamethrower you've got mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know a blaster you've got you know little bombs you've i mean you have so many different mm-hmm. um i mean jango fett calls in his ship from his suit i mean so i mean mm-hmm. i mean you could make the argument that jango fett beats obi-wan I mean, he, yeah, you, could, yeah. you, you could you could you could certainly make that argument that on on Camino Django is able to beat him just because he just he's he's more equipped for the fight. Um, yeah. Yes. And so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just that's that's kind of the nature of the Mandalorians. And so if you go back to the history again, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. I don't know. Did did Disney ever say that the old because the old Republic video game is still going on? Is that considered canon or legends? Ooh man, I, I I will check real quick. Um, I don't know because yeah, I, I was remember I was trying to get it right and play because I think I I, cause I I know the Revan book I know is considered Legends, but I don't yeah, I don't yeah. know if the game while it's still currently going on is considered canon or Legends. But regardless, whether whether either way, um, when you play Knights of the Old Republic and then the Old Republic. One of the things that's going on in that time was the Mandalorian Wars. The Mandalorians go to war, uh, you know, against mm-hmm. against the Republic. It's a big, big deal, and, yeah. and yes, so it it's like, and so the Mandalorians are always that kind of third big entity out there, right? Yep. Is it, you know, you've got you've got the the Republic. You know, it's usually like the 
Jedi and Republic or whatever and the Sith uh, trying to do their thing. And then you've always got the Mandalorians there. They are always a force and presence in the galaxy. Yeah, that's something we, we I think, we, at least here on Hyperspace Hangout, like we, we do try to focus more on, on canon stuff just mm-hmm. because, whatever, we want it to be casual, we want it to be hangout nice and chill. But I honestly think there's no harm in with this, with the, the little that we have, of if you're just talking about Mandalorians and, mm-hmm. and this TV show, I actually think it's it's pretty easy to go back and maybe even have a discussion about exactly. some of the legends, mm-hmm. like, like some oh, of man. those histories, because, wow, you're Can- right, they're, yeah. they're h- huge deal. Yeah, go look up Candrus. I think it's Candrus Ordo, the guy that yeah. who, and then he becomes. So actually, that is really interesting. So if you play Knights of the Old Republic one, uh, his, he's Candrus, right? Mm-hmm. And he, yep. and then in the second game, he is known as uh, I think he's known as the man, the Mandalorian, Mandalore, Mandalore, Mandalore. Yeah, he's, Mandalore. Yeah, yeah, and he's and he's got the full suit. He's got he's got the full suit, and he doesn't take his helmet off. And it's the guy, the same right. guy who voices it, and it's clearly the same character. Although, like you know, you could make an argument that it's not whatever, but it, it totally is. Um, yeah, but yeah. that again, that's a that's another guy who you see progress into that into that full Mandalorian outfit, you know. And we have some friends, um, our but our good buddy Jeff Rice, uh, yeah, is he's one he is a uh, Boba Fett. Like I mean, he has the right. the the you know legit the legit Boba Fett uh, <laughs> jetpack, the whole deal, and you know you know some people that are in the Mandalorian Mercs. And those guys are all about it. So I'm I'm sure those guys are like losing their minds about oh my oh, ab- about dude. about the show. And we need to we really need to reach it. We need to, we need to reach yeah. out and get some of those people on the show. Some of the friends we have that are um yeah we should that are that are, yeah. that are into the it's not even cosplay the five hundred first and and rebel it's its own it's, it's, its own level. its yeah, own thing level. it's it's not cosplay it's its own level of um of things so right right but yeah yeah I, I mean I I'm, it's it's a big deal because, like, one of the things we're, we're looking at with, with this these Mandalorians who are underground, it's like, who is their leader? Mm-hmm. And right now, it seems like they're that, that armor, like, like the is, smithy, is the, yeah, yeah. The, the armorer or whatever is is the person who's in charge. But it's of this tribe, and again, as I said, are, is there someone who? Are there other tribes? Is this just? Are they all located on this world? Like, what's the deal? Like, it seems like if this, if this is all we see here, it's a pretty small. Mm-hmm. You know, tight knit group. We don't know if there's more. We have no idea. They're keeping that real ambiguous or, or hidden from us, anyways. So the, I, I wonder though if the uh, the title of Mandalore is coming back. That is something that's in canon. I mean, they mm-hmm. talked about that in Rebels. They talked about it in Clone Wars a little bit. So it's there, and you like the mask of Mandalore. I guess has been lost, and could it be found again? And all those different types of things. Because you talked about Candorous. I mean, that was the thing. You know, like. Even Revan, I mean, going back into some of his histories, when he goes on his quest to figure out what happened and how he turned to the dark side, he has to come across Mandalorians, and, and he comes across, you know, uses Candorus to, to help him on his quest, and mm-hmm. that's where they kind of part ways, and he becomes, man, you know, Mandalore because mm-hmm. of the mask that they find and stuff. So mm-hmm. the chest with all the different, you know, Mandalorian relics from the Mandalorian War. So, yeah, it's it's a huge deal, and it's it's really cool, and I, I honestly hope it was so well done, and it was done in... With the blessing of you know Lucasfilm and George, I mean it was just it was a cool story. I, I really hope they were able to bring elements of that back because it's just such a big deal. Mm-hmm. So we shall we shall see. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, um, let me see, I'm pulling up here the what are they called signets? Mm-hmm. You know, like they said that okay, he had killed uh, what was that thing? the horn the see. horn creature whatever it is yeah and they say is yeah. is that like that'll be your signet because it's like a good it's a good mud horn said, yeah the mud horn he says no it wasn't yeah. a clean kill so it seems like it's it's your signet is going to be something of 
of significance to you in terms of a yeah. in terms of an important kill or something in your in your life. Right. And again, I full disclosure, I'm I'm not a huge Mandalorian buff, and that's why I think those guys from the five of I'm sorry, from the Mandalorian Mercs, excuse me, uh would would be great to talk to because I, mm-hmm. the, you know, there the, there is a book. Um, let me try to pull it up yeah. here. You know, there's like the there's like the Jedi book and the Sith book. There is a Mandalorian book. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, there's um, what do they call it? It's like the, there's like the Jedi Path and uh, the Book of Sith, right? And they're only, they're only like twenty bucks. I we need to I, we need to we need to get these. We need we, and the, but there is yeah um yeah it's called like Secrets of the Galaxy is the is the full. Um, is the full set. There's the Imperial Handbook, the Bounty Hunter uh, Code, which I think is like the Mandalorian uh, book. Okay, okay, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Huh, interesting. Did you see... I, I, yeah. So... So yeah, Star, War, Star Wars, the Bounty Hunter Code. Um, legendary okay. Bounty Hunter Boba Fett uh, bound together two volumes of great personal significance in addition of the Bounty Hunter's Guide or Bounty Hunter's Guild Handbook. Um, and so, yeah, okay. yeah, it has some stuff just about like uh, how they live, what they do. Um, so, you know, just just kind of some cool stuff there. But, yeah, it's been one I've been I've been meaning to get these for a long time. I just need I just need to pull the trigger. Yeah. So, you know what, what that makes me think like. In, in this episode, we see the Mandalorian kind of in, in a spot where he has his own code. He has the Mandalorian kind of code. This is the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. of thing, and he has to adhere to that. It almost seems that supersedes sort of his uh, being a part of the Bounty Hunter Guild and being mm-hmm. a, a, a like a part of their air quote code. There's mm-hmm. almost two codes going on there, and which one do you want to adhere to? It's like where do your loyalties lie? That kind of stuff, and. And he's pulled a little bit, but ultimately, it's pretty easy for him to say, "No, I'm, I'm a Mandalorian." I'm a Mandalorian, is, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And first. you know, at first, at first, we were uh, we were talking, we were we were talking about it, and I think some people were thinking that he wasn't a Mandalorian. Possibly, that's just kind of what it made it seem like. Oh, maybe he's not or like a yeah. real. He's not a real Mandalorian. But now I don't think so. Now I think he is, and mm-hmm. I I think it's going to be more about no, I'm a I am a like I'm a Mandalorian, not just because you can be you don't have to be a bounty hunter to be a Mandalorian. I don't think I don't right, think no. I don't think it goes hand in hand. Like you could be an armor, you could be whatever, but it seems like yeah. you no, know, the uh, our people come first. Yeah, I mean, you could also be hired security. You could be a Mandalorian and be hired security. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You don't have to be a bounty hunter. You could just be, uh, I don't know. Like, like I mean, let me try to think here. For example, in Legends, oftentimes the the Mandalorians were called upon to be almost a militia, a small special forces unit. They weren't even, you know, bounty hunters. They were just brought in by. Um, the leader of the Galactic Alliance, and and you know she needed them to do X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, that's that's uh, interesting. So I just I just kind of wonder, like, um, we're, we'll have to keep an eye on his his signet and see how that develops and see what is that going to be really significant? Is that going to point to who he is or how is he just this brand new character? You know, all that kind of stuff. Like we're just we're learning more about their culture mm-hmm. and 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 who they are and. That's that's pretty awesome. But so the thing I was driving towards here, though, is he gets the puck and it mm-hmm. has one of the it's, it's a Mon Calamari nobleman. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, again, Admiral Akbar. We we know we know him. Um, we've Aftab or whatever his name is, you know, his mm-hmm. his son who was introduced in the in the comic yeah. book. Akbar's son is out there. So we wonder I just kind of wondered, like. Is are we where is he going to track this person down? Are we going to see another world? Is he we're going to see one of those um, just Moncala 
we're going to see Mon Calhoun. We're gonna, remember, he was paid in Calamari coin, too, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. the beginning, and so I wonder if there's going to be some tie-in there. But that'll be interesting to see him go after that individual. I What do you think about, um, Is it? how do you say his name, Grief? I think, it's, I think it's a Grief Karga, yeah. Grief Karga? Like, so... He shoots him at the end, and ironically, the Beskar is what what kind of protects him and saves him. Right. Like, does that guy is he is he just somebody who's always chasing after the Mandalorian, or does he eventually, you know, join up with him? Uh, I just don't. I, I, I don't. I know. think I he mean, will right, join up with him because I think he knows that he he shot him. Like he like, I don't think it was all the Mandalorian tried to shoot him, and it was the Beskar that saved him. I think the Mandalorian yeah. shot him there because he knew he would hit him in the Beskar. You think so? Wow. Yeah, I, I think I think I don't think he I don't think he at all was trying to kill him, and I think he's spe- I see. I think he specifically shot him there, knowing that the Beskar was there. Um, Dang. Well, because dude, I like well, that. Be, well, because they show it early, he saw right? Him. Yeah, he saw him. Yeah, he's, there. yeah he saw him sure. do it. Because I don't. I, I, Is he I, that good? Yeah. Absolutely, he's that good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Abs- yes. Absolutely, he's that good. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. I do not think whatsoever that he was trying to kill him, and the Beskar saved him. I think it was the other way around. He knew he shot him there because he knew it would hit hit him and it would hit the Beskar. Huh. Interesting. So I, I'm I'm just pulling up articles here, and it's really it's, it's sometimes hard to hear the planets that they're going to or where they're coming from and all that kind of stuff. So it makes you rewatch the episodes and go back and what did they say? He's going where? Who's he tracking? It's a Mon Calamari nobleman, whatever. There he they did he didn't go to any new worlds in this mm-hmm. in this episode, but he they did reference a world called Karnak mm-hmm. uh, or Karnak, and uh, so that they they said that mm-hmm. it's known for its ocean dunes. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll see that next. So um, they have released uh, like I mean very brief synopsises of the upcoming episodes for four oh, really? for four five and six. I mean they're like very brief. So like um, uh, if you don't want to hear these, I guess because some people do, you know don't want to. This could be major spoil. spoil. Yeah, potential. Uh, right. Yeah. Episode four. Uh, does, they don't have titles or anything. It just says the Mandalorian teams up with ex-soldiers to protect a village from raiders. Uh, episode five: The Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who is in over his head. Wow! And episode six: The Mandalorian joins a crew of mercenaries on a dangerous mission. So it's like, okay, okay. okay. All three of these could be tight. I think it should be ten. I think it should be ten episodes total. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of what we're looking at toward uh, going forward. Um. So okay. So one thing we got to talk about is you know we've been talking a lot about the Mandalorian cuz now he's he's taken back the show but yeah 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 it's time to get back to baby Yoda okay let's go man I mean, let's we got we got to get back to baby Yoda here so yeah. what was that machine he was in yeah so so the interrogation unit so you mean you you mean uh well, baby Yoda where baby Yoda baby Yoda's in was in the machine right and so Yes, so above him, interesting, so above Dr. Pershing, it looks like he was trying to preserve his life, but someone said that hanging above him in his lab was an ITO interrogation unit, which is like mm-hmm. the droid that, mm-hmm. you know, they used, it's an interrog- It's an interrogator droid, mm-hmm. um, the one that tortured Princess Leia on the Death Star in A New Hope, it, looked, it was colored different, and that's what it looked like, but I thought since it wasn't the traditional style and color, maybe it's been reprogrammed. Mm-hmm. You know, like like what we've seen in Legends books or not Legends. I mean, new canon books. They've talked about a lot of reprogramming of droids, and you've seen K two be rope like like reprogrammed. So I I don't know. I was a little confused. I if he's trying to save this this child or this this baby, then was he trying to get information that 
the Empire needed, but also preserving his life. Because you, you do hear at the beginning of the episode, there's an argument, right? He, you hear the argument when he's using um, the right. ambient yeah, rifle to, yes, to you listen do. in on the conversation. And he's talking about, like, you know, do whatever you need to do. Like, I can't protect you anymore. Because, I, I mean, I, I, there's something going on there with it being the, a, a big-time commodity. Again, yeah. we still don't. We obviously, I mean, that's pretty obvious. We we don't. We still don't know though. Is it? A, is it because he is? Uh, you know, are they trying to clone him? Are they trying to preserve his life? You know, he says he's trying to protect him. Yeah, and that's why. Right. So maybe. So maybe he is. Maybe he. You know, there's something. There's something else going on there. But but clearly the uh, gosh, I forget his name. It's one of the the head imperial guy there. He mm-hmm. he is. Uh, it seems like he's okay with with killing this individual and it's like does he have or who are, who is he taking orders from you know like i who i hired i th- who i hired him i yeah i think there's a difference i think i think he's more of a i'm starting to think he's a little bit more of like a broker kind of a deal mm-hmm. like this guy's just out there making deals right um like make you know making making connections um right and so i think that then dr pershing has his own agenda so I think that those two guys have different agendas. I don't think he. I see. Yeah, I, that's that's just yeah. that's just what it seems like to me, from from afar is that he is that they're they they're not they are working together right now. But I don't I don't think that they're um. You know I don't I don't think I don't think their ambitions line up the same, or purposes. Okay. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. So uh, to me, I mean, it's like he's preserving him, but he can't really take him anywhere. Is, is he just trying to get the information that's necessary? And then he's like you said, he has right. secret plans just to kind of uh, send this baby away or, or send mm-hmm. this baby back to the cloning facility that he works for, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Camino or some other place or what have you. I know there may there were other facilities, but man, it's uh, it's it's hard to tell. But it's cool that they have the different motives, and he, you know, it, it puts our, our Mandalorian in a situation where he has to decide what to do. You know, it, it's like he doesn't kill that guy. I mean, he, you know, he, so he's, he, you may need his knowledge later on. And also, I wondered if, if you know how Baby Yoda had used the Force a couple of times, and mm-hmm. I, I thought maybe it's like he's still recovering, and there's there's something going on, and, right. and he was trying to help him with that. Yeah, I thought. You know? Yeah, exactly. I thought. Well, yeah, maybe maybe it's because he he saved. Well, I think because it saved his life, I think he feels indebted to him. Yeah, and because I also I think oh, yeah. I think also because it's a child, and so he he saw. Well, there's also that he was killed by the you know his parents were killed by the Empire when he was a kid, and so sure. I think he he's like I'm not letting that happen again. Sure. Yeah. If, if I can control. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. And so I, th- I, th- I think that's going to be the big deal. I think. And again, you, if you're Disney, you want to make a show about. Let's obviously we're going to be good guys taking on the Empire. I mean, that's the that's that's the way that's the way to, to draw it up. Um, I mean, it's it's you know pretty 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 straightforward fare for for Star Wars. Um, so I yeah I think that's I think that's going to be the thing. I think he is his per, his drive is ultimately going to be like. You know, I want to take on the Empire because they they took they killed our us Mandalorians. They are they're our true enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So the the in the first episode when he gets the they're just I guess he's still just a client or whatever. You know the right the, the old Imperial and he gets the the task to go there. It was cool in this episode that you got to see everybody else had a fob. It was like sort of a race. It was mm-hmm. you know 
but it was also weird too that Grief Karga kind of deceived him and that like this is for only for the best, you right. know, and like you, like this is going to go to you. Did he have that same conversation with everybody? You know what I mean? I that's, think so. That's probably what he's you know doing, and it's like. So that was interesting. I think that kind of pisses the Mandalorian off a little bit. Yeah, as it should. Um, as it should. Now, I can never say the guy's name, the, the, the Ugnaught, who is, you know, I have spoken. Right. Quill. Quill. Right. So it's from Arvala 7. It's like the world that they were on, that desert world. Yeah. I bet he has to go back there for something, maybe. I don't know if the. Yeah. Oh, 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 he's, oh, he's, oh he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. It looked like he was in when you saw some of the teaser stuff trailers. It just looks like he is going to be with him later on. So, well, I, 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 if I think that's where they're gonna they're gonna set up the Mandalorian camp. No, really, maybe. Yeah, it's kind of it's a it's a it's kind of a remote location. Looks pretty, seems pretty safe. Yeah, um, it does, and actually, that's something that um, our Ugnaught had said. He said that it was. That it had been a peaceful place mm-hmm. for years until these individuals, sh- you know, had, had shown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the mercenaries trespassed on his world. Um, okay, interesting. I'm just kind of reading up on him. I was really looking for a pronunciation, but I don't see it. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. he has spoken. That's for sure. Yeah, he he's going to come back, and he's he's a, he's a boss at at you know rebuilding ships and being the maintenance guy and. Um, what the name of the ship again is Razor Crest? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. So I feel like you know, it needs a maintenance guy. Needs absolutely needs a sidekick here. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. And it it also like he could speak to Jawas, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So he can kind of be like a translator if need be, or speak to these other you know um, alien species that that they might come across. Yeah. So I'm really hoping we see we see him and we see him uh, back in this because he's he's been stealing the show. Oh, uh, he has for the first hey, couple episodes. Yes, he was. He has, and I have spoken. Yeah. So. So yeah, man. Know, again, yeah. hey, you know, I'm just so far so good. That's my that's yeah, that's my analysis, yeah. man. I just uh, probably be the same thing next week. So far, so good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's neat. I I keep you know I know we want to dance to like are there implications for the rise of Skywalker and I I I keep thinking that because. It's like okay, there's like an episode or two. There's an episode like the day before the Rise of Skywalker exactly is is released, and then there's also an episode, you know, the day or I'm sorry, the week after it comes out. So you have one on Wednesday before the the world premiere or whatever, and then you've got one uh, like a week later. And so I'm like, dang, they're they're really they they could have chosen to release the Mandalorian after the Rise of Skywalker, but mm-hmm. they didn't. You see, nope. so I'm, I'm kind of wondering. Maybe it was just because they wanted something for Disney Plus, and that's Disney Plus was like, we have to, land, you know, we're we're gonna sell this bad boy on this date, and so I, I don't I don't know. I it just makes me wonder if there's some tie-in. Uh, but I also believe, like when you look at when John Favreau started writing and all this kind of stuff, that maybe maybe there's not, and it's just uh, it's it's the it's the Baby Yoda that throws me. It is that I just don't. Baby Yoda changed the game. It changes the game because, because I, I, every I can, everything we thought about this before it came out, we're like, oh, this is gonna be cool. And then inside the box, baby Yoda, and then right and then you see the first episode, you see Baby Yoda, and now we're excuse me, three episodes in, and Baby Yoda's a big deal, and it's like okay, now this is going, this is not going to go the way you think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was talking to my buddy Lane, and I was telling him, you know, uh, we were talking about like, you know, okay, the ba- Baby Yoda is fifty years old, and I just said to him offhandedly, I was like, yeah, you know, he was born the same time Anakin Skywalker was born, and he was like, wait, what? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. <it's> a- <laughs> like, what? What? Like I'm like, yeah, dude. There's there's something there, right? There's there's something going on, 
and I, and I I can honestly just hear almost or see John Favreau and Dave Filoni just going s- sitting there shaking their heads going keep keep watching keep just mm-hmm. pay attention because mm-hmm. something's gonna something's happening mm-hmm. and they're building to something so yeah I, I what if we saw Baby Yoda in Rise of Skywalker <laughs> Jay-Z cow man what could you imagine like they're looking for aid they're looking for help or whatever I mean it would be 30 years later so this baby would be 80 years old I mean can already use the force mm-hmm. can already really use the force so you wonder if maybe like this I mean I don't know is it really going to come down to Luke in this showing up in, in the Rise of Skywalker Luke shows up to Rey and instead of go to Dagobah you know it's go to Arcar like Ar- Arkeva or whatever it's mm-hmm. called like this planet and seek out Master so and so is this is that like does Luke come across Baby Yoda and, they, and he knows that this is another you know individual who's force sensitive and he sends Ray uh, to go talk with this younger Yoda wouldn't that be freaking nuts I don't know how much it, more it can age in thirty years and if it'll be speaking in in thirty years well I'd be twenty five I guess but yeah, it's crazy right it's just crazy yeah so, so I mean I wonder where the Mandalorians are where we're at yeah. in like Rise of Skywalker. Right. Let me go back here. There was um uh there was something about the Mandalorians in So, okay, Africa. so so okay, so the Mandalorian Jedi War is canon. I'm looking I'm looking at, I'm looking it up right now. So that is that is canon. So that's the stuff we see in like the old republic um games and stuff. Oh, really? like okay. Then there was a Mandalorian Civil War in the years prior to the invasion of Naboo. Conflict broke out between the Mandalorian people. The Mandalorian Civil War was fought between competing, uh, competing ideals within Mandalorian society, uh, including those who wished to see Mandalore return to their warrior past and the new Mar- Mandalorians, led by Satine Kyrus, Ky- um, who were involved in the protectors of the uh, Concord Dawn, an elite group of warriors sworn to the Concord Dawn system. So, um, does Sabine in Rebels, you know, go ahead and spoil it for me, because she's a Mandalorian, <laughs> right? Or is she just yeah, a bounty yeah. hunter? No, she, she yeah, she, she, she's a Mandalorian, and she's um, really good at like uh, technology, and she helps the mm-hmm. Empire de- design some some pretty ridiculous weapons. Well, so and, we'd have to we'd have to learn know, a little bit about her backstory, right, and throughout the series. Yeah, and you do learn a little bit about about Mandalore and the Mandalorians in in Rebels. Like, there's actually like two to three episodes where it literally is just like Mandalorian part one, Mandalorian part two, and it's like this. This this whole arc that happens in in Rebels, and there again is a lot of that in in Clone Wars, which, as you say, I need that's something I got to go back and and look into because it was it was significant. They were talking about Obi Wan's relationship with Satine and um, just everything that was that was happening between between those two and the families and and the leadership and how yeah know, there's one faction yeah there's breaks a off there's a handful of there's a handful of uh, episodes. Uh, the Holocrons of Fate, the the Antilles Extraction, Harris Heroes, the Last Battle, Imperial Super Commandos. Yeah, there's a handful. There's a lot. There's like there's about looks like about twenty episodes that specifically deal with uh, like Mandalorians in mm-hmm. Rebel in Rebels. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Mandalorian. So as you said, there was the Jedi War. They had their own civil war. Um, and Sabine does talk about some of this stuff. Like she kind of relates some of the histories to us. So when you Look at some of the canon stuff. It's like things that she's kind of talking to us about. Uh, let's see, the Clone Wars. Yeah, you've got Death Watch and and the Shadow Collective and these different factions. They just kind of it's it's difference in opinion on what they should do and and what the Mandalorian role should be 
in the greater galaxy? Should they return to this warrior society or should they go back to this way of peace that they were under? It's, it's you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. Gosh, we should almost maybe do a little series on that. Go back and rewatch those episodes specifically. You don't even I, uh, just having watched Clone Wars and and Rebels. It's nice to know about Sabine and, and her role in Phoenix Squadron and everything. But you could just go watch the episodes where it talks about her history and who she is and her family and you, you, like you get the feel throughout Rebels that she's done something wrong and she can't go back home. And so then you kind of then then eventually you get to the. Like, you know, that arc will come full circle and you figure out, okay, here's what she did and she redeems herself and all this cool stuff. But she's, this is the crazy thing. I keep hoping that we don't know all these characters, like their names. I'm I'm hoping she's in this or she's referenced or something Mm -hmm. because at the end of, hey, God, I don't, Rebels has been out for a little while and I know this is maybe spoiler for you, but dude, she's at the end. Well, I I, I kind of know how it ends. Like they, they go into the, they go, and so they go into like time or something, don't they? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah. Ezra Bridger does some some crazy stuff in in the world between worlds, and you know does some some time changing stuff. But and then at the end, he and Thrawn go to what we believe is maybe the unknown region. We don't really know where they go. There's like these space whales, and they he uses the force to kind of like whatever transport them there. But Sabine is just so distraught. She's upset. Like she doesn't. She's always wondered, like. He, he he makes a request to her, and he basically kind of, like, they have some unspoken agreement where he's like, don't stop me. I'm going to do something, and I don't want you to stop me. Because it's, and I think she kind of realizes that this is the only way. That Ezra sees a way in which he can save everyone and really help the galaxy. And the Force kind of tells him this is what you need to do. He kind of gets to that moment, and Sabine has the ability to say something or stop him, and she doesn't because she trusts Ezra, and and he does his thing. But then at the end of that, you have like an epilogue where she's sitting there, and it's been it's, it's after it's right after Return of the Jedi, and she's just like it's been years since she's seen him or thought of him, and someone shows up and says, you know, like it's time to find him. Let's go. The search for Ezra is on. And right, because because Rebel because Rebels takes place before. Yeah, it's the episode, it's the lead epi- episode four, right? Yeah, and before Rogue One and everything. Yeah, so and so its epilogue yeah. is after Return of the Jedi. Is yes, so roughly yes. the same time that the Mandalorian is about to come out. Yeah, so just before. Just so we before could. The so we. Is coming so out. we could theoretically see a Sabine Wren or or um, Ahsoka has been talked of. So a, a major spoilers here. We we said it at the freaking beginning. I mean, like, could Rebels you imagine? For could you while, imagine so. if Sabine Wren showed up in in the Mandalorian? People would lose their. Minds. I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. I mean, like that's the cool thing. I don't know what the. I don't think so. I I mean, I, it'd be awesome. No, I, but my 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 guess is they will do a they will continue with Rebels at some point. Yeah, and, and, and really, they, I don't think they would do it maybe in this first... They're going to introduce us to a really cool Mandalorian character. You know, this is right. this is our guy. We, we, we start to really care about him and his journey and the Mandalorians. And I think along the way, whether it's season two or three, I bet we'll hear of a legend or someone, you know, uh, like a Mandalorian who sacrificed everything or who left the, the tribe to seek out someone who had saved Mandalore back in the day, that being Ezra and Kanan and everything. So... Uh, yeah, I think I think we'll hear about that, and it's like uh, there maybe there's some mystery as to where did she go? Has she ever returned? Have we ever heard from her? You know, I, mm-hmm. and that would be enough for me just to kind of hear them talk about her. I'd be like, wow, freaking sick! She's still out there trying to 
trying to figure out what's going on. And I think you said, like, you're right. Maybe they will just bring it back as an as an animated series, and that's fine. But dude, it is it is sick. I I cannot. And again, there's a lot that I didn't spoil there. So I mean, go watch Rebels if you guys have a chance. It, it is, it's on it Disney is Plus. Phenomenal. Yeah, I just I so, just yeah I've just started watching it. Yeah, it's it's good, man. It's good. So, yeah. Hey, dude, by the way, there like the arc. Here's something else. This is Clone Wars been out for a long time, but it's. Like Darth Maul is is intricately involved with the Mandalorians and what happens yes, with Shadow Watch and stuff. Yes, so, he is. Yeah, yeah I know. When yep. you go, yeah, when, when when you go watch that, it's it's really cool to see how he connects and goes to this really powerful group of people and and tries to to rule there and everything. It's it's, it's you know yeah, it's like okay. the super commandos and everything. Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right, man. Well, you, we're gonna find out a lot more. You know, Friday. So that's yeah, yeah. that's uh, as we continue on the man. So man, again, Mandalorian. So far, so good, man. Yeah, yeah, really good. So we uh, we do have a uh, upcoming series again for a lot of you guys who maybe are just getting into Star Wars for the first time with the Mandalorian because I know that there are a lot of people because I uh, people I know uh, a few pe- few people have asked me like you know I've never really watched Star Wars but I see this Mandalorian show because everyone's getting yeah. Disney Plus um, so we are going to be doing a series called a Nerf Herder's Guide to a Galaxy Far Far Away um, yep. and so it'll be kind of like total introduction to Star Wars if you are it's one free. Of, if yep. yep yep if you are one of those people so be sure to check that out on our Patreon page but uh, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we'll continue to discuss your transmissions, so be sure to send us those in. It can be thoughts on Rise of Skywalker, thoughts on The Mandalorian, Scott's on uh, how great Jake Lloyd is as Anakin Skywalker. You know, whatever you want. <laughs> we're down. Okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah thoughts, on, thoughts on the video game, which I have started, by the way. Uh, and yeah, me too. Yeah, it's yes. pretty great. So yeah. um, you can be It's sent, pretty great. Yeah, Calcastus. Yep. Yeah. You can send us some uh, thoughts on that as well. Um, and uh, you just send us any of those your Star Wars theories, um, memories from a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing, too, I want to give a quick update, too. So uh, we're going to just kind of sporadically do the last, or I'm sorry, first shot um, just throughout kind of like I think over Thanksgiving break. We're going to work on some of that and get a few more of those up there. So that's sort of this mini series that we're doing just leading into the rise of Skywalker. We're trying to get in as many characters as we can and mm-hmm. um, their role in the rise of Skywalker just leading up to this. Exactly. But we kind of got a little carried away. We with, did. Uh, with Snoke. Snoke. The other day. Yeah. We we're just like, well, you know, the next thing you know, you've been talking for two hours and it was great. Almost. Yeah. Two hours. If, if yeah, that was great. If that's where the conversation goes, that's where it goes. That's where the force. T- that's where the force took us. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, so, stay tuned for that, and and, and just kind of. I mean, the, the big deal is if you subscribe, those will populate, and you'll see those as they as they come up. Um, we're gonna be releasing a lot of those over Thanksgiving break, though. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, do us a favor, head over to iTunes and uh, you know subscribe and leave us that review. It really does help the podcast. If you're interested in in Patreon, we have you know some merch. We've got some T-shirts. We've got some sticker packs. We've got pins. All that good stuff. Um, huge shout out, by the way, you know, this is here at the end of the, the end of the show, but we've, um, got a couple of new patrons. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say shout out to, you know, Brett Fry and, uh, our, our bounty hunter. And we've got, uh, you know, Benjamin Garrett and Amanda and, uh, Liz and just others. So we've, we've had quite a few people kind of, you know, sign up there and it's, it's awesome. And uh, gosh, do two more patrons and we will be, uh, going head to head in a little, uh, Empire at War yeah. battle, my friend. Yep. That's our next goal. Yeah. So if that happens, be ready 
to to be destroyed. Sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We'll see about that. That might that, we'll might, that. that might be over as quick as uh, Han Solo versus Greedo. So yeah, I mean, let's well, just oh, 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 okay, okay, yeah. Or you oh, know, Alderon versus the Death Star. So I mean, either either right. either way, you know, I mean, either one. I, either I'll, one yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be Anakin, you be the younglings. All right. Well, that's oh, okay. <laughs> Here we. <laughs> Oh, shoot. All right, man. Okay. Well, cool. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So, that's all cool stuff for you guys, and, and you should definitely check that out. Um, follow us on Twitter, uh, all, all that good stuff. And uh, send your transmissions to uh, hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.